This, this is the Our Auto Expert Podcast. Find us on air, online, on mobile, and on your smart speaker. Please subscribe at ourautoexpert.com. Our Auto Expert. Our Auto Expert. Our Auto Expert. Our Auto Expert. Now, here's the host of Our Auto Expert. Our Auto Expert. Nick Miles. Locally created, nationally celebrated from the northwest to the southeast, this is the World's Car Radio Show. If it has a throttle, we'll feature it on air, online, on smartphone or on smart speaker. This is Our Auto Expert, where two million Americans get their automotive news daily. I'm your host, Nick Miles, along with Truck Girl Jen and Automatic Andy. Hi, guys. The Clapper. Yeah, it's it's because I'm so excited. You're to be here. It's hard to it's hard to keep it bottled. I have to ask uh, Jen a question. Okay. Did you think you were gonna escape? You mean? Yeah, well, Jen. Did you think you were gonna escape? Escape what? Your birthday. Yes, I actually thought I was going to. Oh, uh, you got so comfortable. Yeah, because uh, you know you're like, oh, so I'm gonna take a couple of weeks off. They won't notice that oh. I hit a big number. No, I didn't. <laughs> no. It was a big 5 0, wasn't nope. it? Next year. Oh. Oh, I thought it was 21. I was just guessing, and yeah. now she told us how old she was. I don't yeah. care. <laughs> I, I just turned 49. I'm an I'm uh, adult. You're, you're I can adult. handle it. Oh, that's Fine. what happens when yeah. you hit 49? Fine. Exactly. Andy Fine. and I all know in 19 years. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, you're older than I am. What? What? You no, you're 19 years older. You were 19 the year I was born. Nah, you win. Happy birthday to <laughs> you. Happy birthday. I'd ask Andy to sing, but you don't want any of that. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I was wondering if you guys missed me. Oh, I did miss you. We did. Every morning. We, uh, but we weren't going to let you get away with it because we knew <laughs> that your plan was, oh, we're going to skate in. I'm going to just have a couple weeks and then I'll, I'll have a second week because, and I'll pretend that I was busy and I had work. No, don't even bother. You know, the, but whatever. The sad thing. <laughs> the sad thing is, is all my plans fell through for your birthday. Yes. Oh, do you have man. the uh, music? I, does, do you have the music no, for the ending it, of then, uh, the Hulk? Then I was so excited to come back, right? Yeah. And then Wednesday, my boss says, "Hey, guess what? You have to work this weekend." And I'm like, "Ah, oh, crap!" my other boss. Wait, I thought I thought we were your bosses. Yeah, I said I had to call my other boss. That'd oh, be yeah, you. okay. So, anyways, I missed you guys. Oh, well, yeah. we missed you too. Thank you. I'm glad um, to be back. Yeah, but you thought you were gonna escape, and you nah. didn't. Uh, uh. You make you <laughs> suffer anyway. Yeah, thank you. But uh, just to let you know, mm-hmm. the. Uh, three-tiered, massive uh, birthday cake we bought you. Had yeah. an expiry date, so Andy and I ate it. Perfect. Yeah, I, I ate like two tiers of it. Yeah. Nice. And that was before we got to the studio, so yeah. you were going to get a one-tier cake anyway. What were the flavors? It was um, <laughs> yummy and yummy. Pistachio and mocha. Oh, oh that's interesting. Yeah. 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 Well, we'll just have to do it again. All right, can't you see? <laughs> we put on like but five pounds each. One of the tiers was the small one, though, for what it's worth. Yeah. And the other was the big one. Yeah. I had the middle one. Yeah. <laughs> it's cracking me up. Well, happy birthday. Well, thank you. You're 49th. 49. Now the world knows. Yeah. Two yeah. million people just found out you're 49. That's okay. I'm okay with it. You I'm, are? I'm yeah. glad your parents... You took two together. weeks to be okay with it. <laughs> yeah, that's a traumatic experience. Well, it's just a number. It doesn't huh. mean I act 49. Have what? you been to therapy? Because I'm, I'm hearing a lot of therapy phases. Yeah. Why? This is it's just a number. <laughs> it is just a I'm number. I'm okay with it. Because <laughs> it is. 
Either that, she got medicated. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wasn't there any? Is there any benefits now? Like, do you get discounts on stuff? No, I have to be a lot <laughs> older than that. Thank you. One year actually. Oh, really? More, yeah. AARP kicks in at fifty oh, just to let you know. Oh, man. hey. I only awesome. I only know that because I have parents that had just reached fifty. So yeah. You yeah. wish. What do you mean I wish? You're as old as my uh, my mom's a year older than you. No, she's not. Yeah, she is. No, she's not. She is a year older. Than no. You. Yeah. You're maybe a few years older than me. <laughs> In one year, I'm going to... Maybe she needs more therapy. That's what I think. <laughs> I'm going to need you your discount for the early bird yeah. lunches in a year. Can you help us get into Costco early? Yeah. I don't shop at Costco. I would like a discount. Life's too short to shop at Costco. <laughs> I need a discount what? on my prescriptions. Jim. Yeah. Can you help yeah. us with that, too? Yeah. Jen, sure. one year for AARP. Here you come, Jen. We're just kidding, of course. We love it. Uh, pack show today. Thank Let's talk God about cars. That's why show. we're here. Yes. Thank God. Can we stop talking about me and skipping out on my birthday? Yes. Uh, today, pack show on our auto expert. Uh, we are going to talk about the 2022 Subaru Forester Wilderness Edition. Everything but the driving, because that's embargoed. No, it. it's embargoed, and they cut my, both my hands off, all three of them. Uh, Carl <laughs> Pulley is going to be here to talk about uh, the new Honda Civic production in Indiana. Um, I've driven past that factory multiple times. Yeah. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, top five things about the uh, VW Taos. Oh, my God. You said it right. Way to go, Taos. No, Taos. No. Taos. Taos. Depends on what part of the country you're from. Um, but um, Automatic Andy is going to do that. Yeah. And Automatic Andy is also, at some point in the show, going to tell us about the Kia Sorento. I might the 2022. Bless the audience with a second just oh yeah there's a lot of top five or top 10 or top whatever he's uh he's tasted both of them so he can give you flavors yeah they both there's a metallic aftertone but they're both nice to drive all right we're gonna find out about those uh there is a new 2022 ram trx uh 1500 and a new ram 1500 period yeah it comes in a sea salt interior Sea salt. Yeah. Ooh. Is it caramel sea salt? Like, I is, was it, just like is it a brownish right. color? With Stop yeah. being um, a girl who goes to the drive-thru coffee every morning because I just heard it come out. Oh my God. I, Look so, who goes to drive-thru coffee every wait, morning. I was expecting to say, does it come in pumpkin spice as well? Ew. <laughs> yeah. No. You know, I, I, um, I'm, I'm, no, I my like sister's pumpkin. a sea salt caramel fan. Is she? Were well, you asking for your sister? I'm asking for a friend. No, yeah. I'm asking for a sister. I don't like. Yeah, right. I don't like caramel, and I don't um, like sea salt. It's also got some interesting things on it, but we'll talk about that when Kay. we get to it. And we're going to have the guy that's the head of marketing on from Ram. I know I'm excited, Carl. Um, he's like a big cheese there. He I could like make Carl. or break me. Um, we're going to talk about the Rebel Rally. Um, there was the first time they uh, they had electric vehicles in. I think maybe it was the second time, but they had electric vehicles did okay. But this um, is the first time for the. ID4. Yes, the yeah. all-wheel drive. Yeah. But uh, the Rivian did, uh, it placed in the top 10, which was really good, which wow. is the electric truck. Uh, Anton Warman's going to be here to talk about what's going on in the business-wise. We have some cool news stuff, uh, some cool Halloween-y stuff uh, to talk about. And uh, we're also going to go through some of the most bizarre stories out there. I have some bizarre stuff to talk about. Technology, by the way, uh, which people are not using in their cars. What is in your car that you don't use, Jen? 
<laughs> Apart from the pedals or the brakes yeah. or the signals. Uh, let's see. Yeah, do you you don't use the signals, do you? My car doesn't have any tech in it. Oh. It has a CD player. Yeah. Okay. I don't use Wait, that. Yeah. Do you use a CD oh, player in your car, Andy? And I have a no. tape deck in the Camaro. Okay. So does that tell you anything? Do you, do you use I, that? Hold on. A tape deck. She listens to her journey tapes. Yes, when and she I still drives. have tapes. Oh man, isn't that great? I want to come do. Do you have any cassettes at home? I have a bunch. What do you have? What do you want? Uh, lots of different. No, stuff. tell me a cassette. One cassette. Give me one cassette that you have that you used to play I all the time. Guarantee you have Poison. L seven. Oh come on! I don't even know who that is. Latrem. Yeah. No, don't know okay. who that is. Um, name someone that we all might NWA. know. NWA. <laughs> yep, I knew it. That's why I love them. <laughs> That's, Do you have Journey or something that anybody uh, Easy E. She just shut down the whole conversation. That's no, the best. don't know who that is. You don't you know, know Easy E is, Nick? Oh, my oh. God. Wasn't that part of your, you have to become an American test? No. You Weren't you a DJ, dude? <laughs> yeah, but like, I didn't DJ like fringe stuff like that. Oh. Like weirdo man. stuff. I'm upset with you um, right now. Two, Do you remember Two Live Crew? Yeah. yeah. Okay, you're, so. You're talking about weirdo music. My dad heard that <laughs> and came into my room. And rip that thing apart. Really? Yeah, because back then, you know, we didn't can have we the call censorship. Him? Yeah. You can call my dad. I'd ask him why he ripped up your two live well, crews. It's obvious. Cassette? If you know. T- <laughs> yeah, I would <laughs> never let words. my daughter. What are you listening to? Freak listen girl. To the funny thing not. was, is it wasn't mine. It was a friend of mine. Oh. So then I had to go buy it again. <laughs> wow, that really takes me back. Like, I have to borrow a cassette tape. I can't. Yeah. Wow. Remember, yeah. you used to be able to copy them? Yeah, kind I had the two players. All right, copyright stop right yeah, now. Yeah, I know. Uh, Grand Theft Auto uh, <laughs> uh, adding some Halloween features into their game this year. So if you're going to play Grand Theft Auto, uh, if you're playing it, you might want to go look for some weird things happening. Spaceships, aliens, zombies, um, a bunch of stuff. They have a video online with all their weird stuff they're adding. Yeah, it's um, it's like free mode. Free yeah. mode in Grand Theft Auto yeah. online. Because who pays to play Grand Theft Auto? Everybody, because I have GT4. Yeah. They've got UFOs. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be Yeah, and they've got phantom cars and serial killers. I can just see it now. Nick, can you imagine, like, parachuting out of a plane to jump on a UFO? So, first of all... To throw the alien out? Any parent does not let their kids play Grand Theft Auto because it's irresponsible. Exactly. Yeah. Just saying. So the whole can, story with the tape, I yeah. did the same thing with Grand Theft Auto with my son. I'm like, oh my god, what are you doing? Give yeah. me that. <laughs> yeah, that was his two life. Career. Inappropriate. Yep. Yeah. Inappropriate. Yeah. Go to your room. This is for adults only. Yes, and and adults who are inappropriate. I what say. a gentle way to ease someone into the world to be able to <laughs> ma- manipulate it on the computer via <sighs> it just happening to them. You know what? This show quickly went down. <laughs> I know. I was like. <laughs> Hey, well, and, and on Amazon, you can buy decorations for your car. You know how Trunk or Treat is kind of like the big thing now. Yeah. Yeah. I can see it right now. I, the whole fleet of nurses and their VWs and their Jettas <laughs> are going to have monster teeth on the front of them. All the yep. Ultimas yes. are going to have some kind of a tail yep. or fairy wings. I'm, Little, I'm calling it now. The hands hanging gone, out of the trunk. Yeah. Bygone of the days you had eyelashes for your bug. Oh, oh yeah. did you see the blo- yeah. the blood marks? Did you see that? You can actually put them from What's your windows. What's wrong with you guys? Yeah. It's Halloween season. No, stop. Inappropriate. It's Halloween you, season. Uh, how did you ever get on the radio? <laughs> you don't have an answer. <laughs> I had to think about by the that. Host. Mm-hmm. Play another round coming up soon on Our Auto Expert. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I just, I think. It's because you, you like me, I think. 
Yeah, you need to get more fluffy lambs and kittens in your life and puppy dogs <laughs> yeah. and um, and those fleece blankets. That's what you need. Microfiber. Hall- Halloween should be more fleece blankets and cuddling with kittens. That's what I say. All right, more Our Auto Expert on the way. The G-rated version coming up next. <laughs> You're listening to Our Auto Expert. Our Auto Expert podcast is available 24-7 on our website at ourautoexpert.com. You can hear all past shows. You can also see all our videos and read inside a car stories about your next ride. Our Auto Expert is where 2 million Americans get their automotive news daily. You'll find it all at ourautoexpert.com. We're with Automatic Andy and Truck Girl Jen. Running your own business requires a lot of running around from bookkeeping to client meetings. You can run it all, and by the time you need to hire somebody, you can't run it all because you've run out of energy. Luckily, with Indeed, instant matching, your Im- you immediately receive a short list of qualified candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description the moment you sponsor a job. According to Talent Nest, Indeed delivers four times the more hires than any other job site combined. Hiring can finally run smoothly with Indeed. To learn more, just visit indeed.com slash credit. All right, so I I wanted to talk a little bit about this uh, Subaru Forester wilderness. Um, It seems like Subaru fans actually do a lot of upfitting their Subarus anyway. They put a lot of gear on them, tents on the roof, uh, a lot of adventure stuff. And have you ever been up to Mount Hood uh, to the ski resort, up to the ski resorts up there? Yes. All you do is walk through the parking lot and it's Subaru, 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 not Subaru, 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 not Subaru, 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 not. You're right. Where did you say this was exactly? Up at Mount Hood. Yeah, and it's the same everywhere else in Bend and Southern Oregon. All right. I'm just mentioning just Mount Hood. Yeah. I mean, anywhere in the ski resorts in the country, it's pretty much the same. Vermont. Uh, I could t- name maybe fifteen ski resorts: Subaru, oh. Subaru, Subaru, <laughs> not Subaru, 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 not Subaru is outside of Oregon. That's what I was. That's did no, you see the skiers. Skiers are a bit nuts. Wisconsin: Subaru, 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 not uh, Subaru, so, Subaru. Wait a minute. What do they do? They haven't shipped out there. <laughs> They're not just <laughs> exclusively in the north. They are. <laughs> They're made in Indiana as well. You know that. Well, there's no. What are they? A what are they rough terraining in Indiana? Yeah, have you been to Indiana? I try not to. Yeah. <laughs> we have three radio stations in Indiana. Well, they got it on lockdown then. They don't need us to be <laughs> down there ruining Indiana things. Uh, so Indiana has a lot of snow. It gets yeah. very cold. Subaru, 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 not well, Subaru. And Subaru every year usually pr- puts on a big event, a snow event, ski mm-hmm. event. They do lots um, of events. I think yeah. they have like 12 major charities they support, mm-hmm. including pet adoption. Yep. They have these unadoptable dogs that they get homes for. You know, one-eyed dogs, mm-hmm. the ones that have missing legs. And, and they, if you go to the Subaru website, it's pretty cute. Um, people apparently fight over adopting these unadoptable dogs, Aww. especially in the pandemic when you can't find animals to adopt. It's very hard. Um, so Subaru have decided to make these wilderness vehicles, which are they're really upfitted at the factory. Uh, they have a little more ground clearance. The uh, the Forester wilderness went from 8.7 inches, I think, to 9.2, something like that. A little more ground clearance, so those people can do a little bit more rugged off roading. Um, now it's um, extreme. What surprise? You just give me a surprised look on your face. Did something bite you? They have soccer ball lights. 
Yes, at the bottom. That the is fog lights. so cool. Yeah. They're soccer balls. Let me get there. Okay, sorry. Stand I just by. got excited. Stand by. <laughs> Increased cladding at the front, new headlights. Mm -hmm. It has the um, matte decal on the hood. So when you are off, well, do you know why there are matte decals on the hood of vehicles you off-road with? Does anybody, anybody, uh, hands up? So you don't get reflection. Wait, wait. From yeah. The side of oh, yeah. I thought it, I thought it was so you could you could cook on it. No. <laughs> so you don't get. It had to do with food, yeah. didn't it, when it came to you, Andy? <laughs> well, yeah, because if you're if you're out being rough and rugged how are you gonna cook your stew yeah <laughs> stew on a hood yeah it would just run off well not if you took it off and laid it flat oh what, what? well you're talking about i don't i don't know keep man. it in the can dude keep it in the can i, just, I thought i thought <laughs> like you could, i thought subaru did something super unique no i don't know the uh matte decal on a hood is so when you're off-roading oh, up and down hills decal. yeah when you're up and uh, when you're driving up and down hills it's the black stripe on the hood it's to stop the sun reflecting off the hood oh. into your eyes oh oh that's oh okay well then it's like a, a tablecloth for eating when you're outside you <laughs> all right on the back it's all like right a little table yep yeah let's just go with tablecloth on the hood mm -hmm. the tablecloth on the hood helps the sun not reflect into Correct. your eyes got it you got that check okay check um the, the transmission has been improved to uh, help with fuel economy now it can tow three thousand pounds Oh, so that's, that's that's more just more stew. It can tell like nine of me or a month's worth of stew. stew. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, it uh, it has uh, anodized copper um, accoutrements, little pieces of anodized copper along the roof rack. Um, anodized copper on the inside. It has oh. nice aluminum pedals. It has. Uh, Is that to help reflect when you're lost? The copper. <laughs> you never get lost in a Subaru. You know what you're doing. If you're on a Subaru, you know what you're doing. <clears throat> Anyways, just a thought. Except cooking stew. You don't know what you're doing when you're cooking stew. But apart from that, you know what you're doing in a Subaru. Um, and it's just a very nice vehicle. And it has a new, unique blue color. Yes, it does. And I love it. Oh, Jen loves it. So why not buy one yeah. today? And it's got the little badge on it. The wilderness, little wilderness badge. badge. Yeah, it's just a more rough and rugged vehicle. The X, the X Drive, which is their off-road mode, has been improved. Plus, the EyeSight has been improved this year. Um, it has uh, less roll in it, according the to the engineers. Uh, I, I can't tell you anything about Oh, that you can't talk about? No. Okay. Cause I, I mean, I can talk about the the seats have been improved. Okay, there you go. But I can't tell you that's how they are I when I'm driving. No, that's I didn't embargoed. say driving. Uh, I didn't say driving. Okay. I just stationary. Said the seats the feel seats. great. There you go. Stationary. The seats feel great. That's Good. what I need to do. Um, here. They have that StarTex material, so if the seat gets wet, it wipes down just nicely. Oh well, you better roll up your windows. What was that? Why? So your seat doesn't get wet. Oh, okay. It only gets Mine wet. Mine does. I learned that only took one lesson. Oh, and so you, you when it rains, keep the windows up. I buy, I buy those other things, you know, that go across the top that prevent it. Oh my going gosh! The, you mean the little shield? That yeah, goes the little the top. shield. Yeah, it is the Northwest. <sighs> I made fun of those people my entire life, but now I get it. <laughs> now I get it. <laughs> the, the, the little deflectors that go around the window. Yeah, I get it because I'm super hot because I'm a big dude. So the the window's always down, and the rain uh -huh. does be getting in the eyes. So oh now, yeah, yeah, especially if it. you have glasses, and then it just runs down. You need your own windshield wipers. I'm so, <laughs> yeah. so confused by all of you. I've never <laughs> ridden in the. I've always been in the back of the limo. I've never ridden up front, so <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. All right, stand by. More our auto expert on the way.
You're listening to the Our Auto Expert Podcast. Our auto expert, of course, can be heard all over the world. This is the show on TikTok as well. You can start a conversation with us, ask us a car question, just direct messages at ourautoexpert.com, where 2 million Americans get their automotive news daily. I'm in the studio with Automatic Andy and Truck Girl Jen. So, manufacturing of cars happens all over the world, but a new vehicle is going to be produced in America Uh, The Honda Civic is going to be produced in America for the first time. Um, Honda have been making vehicles in America for a long time, but the Civic hatchback is going to be made at the Greensburg plant. Uh, The Honda Civic, of course, has been made in America since 1986. But for the first time, the Civic hatchback will be built in the U.S. Uh, And in a 50.2 million investment is going to help prepare the facility for mass production of the all new version of the Civic. And to talk to us about that and what a great uh, triumph the the Civic is, uh, is Carl Pulley from Honda. Carl, nice to have you back on the show. So a big triumph for Honda to bring uh, Civic hatchback production to Indiana. Yes, and, and curiously, Nick, uh, for you and I being uh, British expats, we actually uh, took production from uh, the Honda UK facility. So, yeah, this is exciting for us. Um, as you'd mentioned, the 11th generation Civic has been a roaring success um, in the sedan, uh, which first went on sale. Um, and now in September, Uh, Late September is when we began production at our Indiana auto plant. And um, it's been doing very, very well since. And, uh, yeah, we we expect one of the reasons that we want to bring the hatchback uh, production to the U.S. is that um, it has been increasing in popularity, that body style. I mean, in in the U.S., uh, the sedans were kind of the the body style of passenger vehicle that most people – uh, were attracted to, but as you and I, um, you know, from the UK and in Europe, hatchbacks um, are very, very popular. Um, you know, with smaller vehicles, but with a hatchback, you tend to have a great deal more cargo capacity. And so, it was been, um, you know, a very popular vehicle where you can get a lot of cargo space in a small footprint. And I think Americans are, are starting to realise that the hatchback design um, really works for their lifestyles. Uh, and as we've seen. Um, through our COVID period, a lot more people are doing more active things. They want to get outside. They want to go hiking. They want to go camping, mountain biking, and things of that nature. And obviously, um, if you still want the great driving dynamics of a passenger car, um, which uh, which obviously is always going to be far better than, than a high-sitting SUV, but you also need that extra cargo capacity, then the uh, Civic hatchback checks those boxes. So um, right now, it represents about 25% of overall Civic sales for this new 11th generation, but we expect that to increase. Uh, and so, therefore, it made perfect sense to bring manufacturing uh, to here in the U.S. It's interesting, isn't it, that what we thought before the pandemic has, has almost done a completely uh, 180. So uh, the hot-selling vehicles on dealer lots are now minivans, station wagons, and hatchbacks, which were completely not that's uh, which were completely not the vehicles 
um, that I had before. So it's kind of interesting to hear that, that those vehicles were the things that we didn't have uh, selling uh, before the pandemic as well. So it's very strange to have that going on too. So a very, very interesting to see those vehicles uh, selling for the first time um, and not seeing the uh, hatchbacks too. Yeah, and interestingly enough, I mean, the, the hatchback had started to become a lot more popular. We brought it back uh, in the in the U.S. Um, with the 10th generation Civic, which was hugely successful. And we actually sold 1.7 million uh, Civics uh, of all forms in the U.S. during the 10th generation. Uh, and that's retail because Honda doesn't really sell fleets. So those are individual customers that decided the Civic was for them. Um, but also, you know, together with the practicality, because the the most highest performing Civic uh, ever, which is obviously the Civic Type R, the hot hatch that we uh, got first um, for the 10th generation. The, um, the hatchback has that similarity in body style to the Type R. So not only is it a very practical vehicle, um, but also um, people are perceiving it as a very sporty body style. And especially this new 11th generation that has this beautiful fastback kind of sleek silhouette to it, um, which, uh, which you know, makes it even look even sportier still. And, and obviously, we've teased uh, some images of the uh, Civic Type R with its testing at the Nürburgring. Um, so it's through association. So it's not only those, those customers that are looking for a practical vehicle with that hatchback design, but also a sporty vehicle as well. And, and the great thing about the hatchback is that it's available with a manual transmission, so the Sport Touring, which is the top uh, model, um, that is actually offered with a manual transmission. And also we have a Sport model, which has the 2.0 um, normally aspirated engine. So, you know, for those younger customers that are trying to get into a, a vehicle for the first time, and the Civic actually is number one in the U.S. for first time and younger purchasers, wow. um, those driving enthusiasts can get a manual transmission. But also those few enthusiasts that have a little bit more deeper pockets and they want the full feature content, they can get that top um, sport touring model, but they can also get it with the manual transmission because, you know, back in the day when you and I started driving, the, the manual was, was, was kind of ubiquitous and, yeah. and then it became like the, um, the affordable option. So if you wanted the cheapest car available, generally the, the manual transmission was the cheaper. That's not necessarily the case anymore. The CVTs that we offer offer so many advantages being an automatic, but also with better fuel economy. But for those driving enthusiasts like you and I, Nick, we just love to run our, our own gears. And uh, right. arguably Honda Civic has one of the best in the in the business. Now, now at your plant, it's sort of squarely between Cincinnati and Indianapolis. Do people live locally or do they drive from the cities out there or is it a long way? Uh, no, generally, um, you know, we, we really invest in the community. And so, you know, when we build a, a manufacturing facility like the one uh, in Greensburg um, that actually um, was established uh, back in 2008, so in October 2008, right. um, you know, we really invest in education, uh, community colleges and things of that nature to prepare students um, uh, to, to enter the workplace, um, you know, in the fun industry that's the auto industry with all of the different aspects. So obviously um, our Greensburg plant is a manufacturing facility, so there's lots of um, opportunities um, for, for um, you know, working in the plant, on the assembly line and engineering, 
Um, and so, yeah, we most of the people that work at our manufacturing facilities are local, and we do target um, areas that, that that will provide us with those those great employees uh, that can assist us in in our efforts and, and produce the wonderful vehicles that you know people know are, are well engineered. They're, they're fantastic in manufacturers, and they have great durability because of those two things. Oh, I mean, I, I'm very glad to see that uh, that kicking off as well. You've also got, uh, I know that around the LA show that you have the SI Drive as well, so there's more uh, more good Honda product on the way as well, and you've been teasing that uh, that Type R, um, which of, of course is a favorite of many people. I even know people who bought the first generations of that vehicle that uh, they'll rent cars rather than drive to drive to families on long distances because they don't want to put the miles on their vehicle because they're yeah. trying to preserve it as much as possible. So that's when you should probably just go and buy yourself an Odyssey and do, uh, you know, uh, use that for the long haul uh, family uh, Thanksgiving visits and then preserve your vehicle for those track days that you can uh, you can use it for as well. Civic still maintains as the uh, as the best selling vehicle in its class for, for non-fleet sales, does it? Oh, absolutely. So, you know, out, out of its segment, it has a full quarter, full 25% of, of, of retail sales of compact sedans go to the Civic. So, I mean, it's, uh, it's a juggernaut um, and, and really it, it defines the class. It dominates the class. And as I've mentioned, uh, it's the number one vehicle of any type. I mean, you know, including pickup trucks, including SUVs. Uh, passenger cars is the number one um, vehicle for first-time buyers, millennials, Gen Zs, and multicultural purchasers. So, um, yes, the market still is dominated a great deal by SUVs, but um, you know we we capture those young per- purchasers, which every manufacturer wants when they get that new vehicle. They have that wonderful experience with the Civic, and they tend to stay with the brand. So it's it's a really win-win. We give customers a wonderful vehicle they can be proud of. Um, that will be reliable, will do everything they need, plus it's fun to drive. Um, and obviously, uh, we, we get these wonderful customers that we love to keep. I like the fact that uh, when, when you actually you know, peel down the layers. There's so many manufacturers that have uh, said goodbye to vehicles in that class because they just can't compete with you. So it's a win-win-win situation for you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, and as you've mentioned, I mean, the, 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 the Civic story continues. As you know, we're going to be doing our media drive event for the SI. Uh, so we're really excited about that. I mean, this is actually the 35th anniversary wow. uh, of the SI. We first brought it out in 1986, uh, and it had a whopping 91 horsepower. Wow. Uh, and now Carl. it's up to 200. So we're yeah. very excited about that. I can't believe that. All right, Carl Pulley from Honda, thanks very much. And uh, you can go check out uh, all the Honda stuff at the Honda website, honda.com. You're listening to Our Auto Expert. Welcome back to Our Auto Expert, where 12,000 people have downloaded the podcast and many more stream it online. Join the happy listeners via iHeartRadio, Pandora app, and Apple Podcasts, Spotify as well. OurAutoExpert.com is where you can find it. Hours of fun await you. I'm Nick Miles, and this is Our Auto Expert radio show. Two million Americans get their automotive news daily from Our Auto Expert. Automatic, automatic, automatic. Okamakik, Andy. Remix. You know, remix. Yeah. 
remix, remix, remix. What if, what if it was opposite day and I was a manual transmission, Andy? You'd be a Andy yeah. and Jen. Yeah. No, I, I can drive a stick shift. Thank I you. I would have to call. I can drive a stick shift. Yes. Thank you. I can drive a stick shift. Thank you. I don't. I just don't. It's the time. I don't understand. You don't? I do it. I would just have to call AAA. Have you ever driven a stick shift automatic? Uh, One time. Is your first name automatic or is your first name Andy? Middle name. It's Middle automatic. name. Okay. I just flip it and reverse it. It's flip automatic, Andy. Yeah. <laughs> just checking. <laughs> um, you have been studying several vehicles, and you have lists of things that you find delightful. I'm one more hatchback away from being an expert, I believe. <laughs> uh, cars. <laughs> well, this is our auto expert. You're just throwing words so. out there now about yeah. cars, aren't you? No. <laughs> I just need to study the oxygen sensor. And okay. Have <laughs> now you really are just throwing words out there. Uh, the whole. Can you replace one? I know where it's at. And I and I know it's just it's it's really easy like a USB it's just plug and pop. Yep. <laughs> yep. Plug and play, baby. Plug and play. What's that's what I always what's thought. what's plug and pop? It sounds like something from the fridge. Yeah, that's where the little <laughs> clasp comes in, right? Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. So so what vehicles have you been studying? So, Automatic. Um, J. Andy. I had that's my formal name. Uh, the the 2022 Volkswagen Taos. 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 Oh, like toast. you're the one to criticize. <laughs> I would just like to call it Toes or Toast. The Toast. Mm-hmm. The, the, the VW Toast. The VW Toast. Um, so this is this is my subjective words. Yes. But I f- and it's not a bad thing. I just feel like it's like the apple of cars because um, apple. Explain yourself, sir. Like I just I feel like there I feel like there's gonna be dongles next for the car. Like if you want your own air freshener you have to pay for and you have to put in okay a thing on the it's not a bad thing no i just feel like it's a trendy it's an upsize yeah if you need stuff you just have to upsize yeah they need to keep the lights on 50 cents for the sauce yeah and if you want the honey mustard it's another 50 cents there's a fee for extra guac always uh however with that said this is the first one it's a first generation nick it's brand new to the earth the first toast. It's like it's the brand new toast, the first toast on earth. And We're just doing this to annoy Jen. It's like every time you say toast, I think of the soul. Stop it. <laughs> but toasted soul. It's like it's like watching toaster soul. Looks like oh, remember the first. That was I'm calling. I'm right now. I'm calling. You Kia. better. No, the first Kia. time they came out, that's what people called them, the soul. And so every time you say toast, now I think. Oh, of that. I get it. It does look like a piece of toast. Um. <laughs> but it's like watching a star being born, Nick, because it's going to be a famous car. You mark my words. I'm mocking them. And today, this year, oh boy, it was born. Welcome to America. The VW Toast. toast. Mm-hmm. So what, a, what an exciting time to be alive. Uh, and they, they made it a very humble, only three trims. There's certain cars that have like way too many, like yeah. 17 wide yeah. for what, but yeah. they only have three, the S, the SE and the SEL and it's yep. affordable, Nick. Yep. It starts at 24,190. Yes. There's a comma in there. Under $25,000. Right underneath it. And yep. the base is 3268, or no, not the base, the base <laughs> of the, the SEL, the base of the, the high end. The high end, the, yeah. the, the top level. Um, luxury apartment. Yeah. yeah, you get yeah you get all the dongles mm-hmm. for the SEL. That one. Awesome. Uh, and then there's a so I know it's not necessarily in full for me. It's the Aoli 
version. The aioli. Yeah, it is the aioli <laughs> version. Uh, not just the mayo, not the sriracha mayo, but the aioli mayo. Yeah, it's top notch over here, Nick. Yeah. It's the first one, the yeah. first toast. Uh, so for me, this is slick because, you know, I, even though I'm a master level driver, yeah. uh, it's still new to me. <laughs> They have a, they have a, I don't know if they did this on purpose, but they have a two, three, four, five coverage suite. Yeah. You get, you know, two years of maintenance, three yeah. of roadside assistance, yeah. four of a warranty, and five years of CarNet remote access. Christmas Carol. Has the, and then it also, Nick, yeah. has the regular infotainment system in it yeah. that people like. Yeah. They don't have, because in the ID4, there's a new one. Yeah. But it's up for debate on the infotainment. So it has a it has a standard infotainment that everybody's happy with. Is that what I'm hearing from you? Yeah, it's the one that it's the one that everybody likes. Okay. Uh, then you know what else they did? What they put um, more microprocessors into the IQ drive brains. Okay. So it, it up it's like upgrading your head kind of. Okay. So now now our heads are able to do emergency braking, so they'll stop even when you don't know you need to. Yeah. So, so if it smart. senses there's going to be an accident, it stops for you. And then there's like most cars, it'll it'll show you when there's a blind spot and it'll beep at you. Okay. But that's but it, since it has more new brains, you get that now. Yeah. So blind spot monitoring. I'm translating. Go mm -hmm. on. This this tech in the IQ drive, um, it's going to bundle all of the communications. They have level of autonomy from level one to five. Okay. And this one's a, the the uh, the toast is a level two. Okay. So I'm just what I'm saying is he's saying it has communication systems in it. Okay. Go. Is that intelligent mm -hmm. crash response systems? Is that what you're talking about? Yes. Oh, there you go. Okay. <laughs> uh, the so I thought this was this made me super happy, and yeah. here's why. So they have a trunk hatch, Nick. Yeah. Not a lot of cars have that nowadays, Nick. Yes. Because it's the new it's the new one. So I felt that was nice. You don't see it much anymore, but nope. but well done for safety. That's yes. not tech. I don't yes. have an active trunk hatch monitoring system. Yes. So because if you need to get in the trunk, if someone's if someone's in there and there's trouble. Yes. And your fob is broken. Yes. What you know? What do you do? Yes. So you got the trunk hatch. Yeah. Way to go, VW. Yes. Leave. There's some old school things that we need to keep around. Yes. Good and job. Then, and then um, they have they have an all-wheel drive option, yep. which it kind of tells me that they're trying to be number one in multi-classes. Like yes. when a boxer gets the belt in different weight classes, yes, they they want to do that. So two-wheel drive and all-wheel drive. Yeah, they're trying to go up against um, their competitors. Like, oh well, now now they're now they want the 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 smoke from the Crosstech, but their big competitor is the Mazda CX-5, and now boom, take that Mazda. They're saying not today. Not today. So way to go, VW, for yeah. having the hatchback safety feature and for getting smarter. Yeah, there's one thing I wish it did have. Huh. An automatic uh, electric trunk opener. It doesn't. No, electric trunk opener and closer. Do you know why? Because Jen can't reach the trunk to pull it down. Ah. It's too high. It's true on a lot of vehicles. But I she, don't like them. She could have an apple box in the back and, and then leave that outside when she has to pull yeah. it down. Yeah. It would work. Yeah. All right, more uh, more more uh, our auto expert on the way, and uh, we'll have an apple box when Jen needs to start the show up again. All right, stand by. You're listening to the Our Auto Expert podcast. 
locally created, nationally celebrated from the northwest to the southeast. This is the World's Car Radio Show. If it has a throttle, we'll feature it on air, online, on smartphone, or on smart speaker. This is our auto expert, where two million Americans get their automotive news daily. I'm your host, Nick Miles, along with truck girl Jen and automatic Andy. Strangely enough, I was up at a dealership yesterday doing a bunch of uh, videos on the new... Uh, <coughs> Excuse me. The new, uh, that's, that's what happened the, there? I don't know. I was so excited. That was the embargo. That was the embargo. Uh, <laughs> on the new, uh, the new Ram uh, 1500s, uh, 3500s, and uh, 2500s. Um, and uh, 2022s, um, most of them. There was uh, a smattering of uh, 2021s in there, but 2022s. And quite impressive, by the way, the uh, 2022s. Uh, especially the 1500 because it gets the sea salt interior <laughs> and there's a 10th anniversary edition. Um, it wasn't that long ago when the, the Dodge trucks became Ram trucks and people still say Dodge trucks and then you it's have to slap, around the, slap them around the back of the head and say, you're 10 years out of date, fella. Or ma'am. I know. It's well, Andy, don't even bother. Yeah. Don't, no, stop. Don't <laughs> even bother. But there's a no shit mouth shutty shutty. They went um, with the best new design with the big ram in the front. It's in your face. Just yeah, you know if you haven't noticed, it says R A M across <laughs> the front of the trucks, and it has done for you know since 2010. Just in case Literally, you missed it. Well, 2010 yep, was a busy year. Right? No one asked me. Yeah, no, no. It's I don't gorgeous. think they needed to get your permission just to let you know. Um, <gasps> just, it's one of my favorites. Just in cases. And there's also 2022 Ram uh, TRX uh, 1500 and Carl Lally joining us. He's the head of uh, Ram uh, Marketing for the 1500. Uh, first of all, Carl, um, you must have the easiest job right now because you don't have any trucks to sell, do you? <laughs> hey, Nick, how are you doing? Good. I don't know if it's quite that easy. Uh, we have some trucks to sell, that's for sure. Uh, I thought you just sat back and, uh, and waiting for the chips to arrive. And at this point, you just said, good luck. <laughs> We could uh, definitely use more chips, but as you saw, we're not exactly completely on empty at this point. Um, I, I'm I'm probably glad you're not your competitors right now because they are struggling probably a little bit more than you are. But you seem to be uh, you, you're quite comfortably or the last sales figures I saw in second place right now in the U.S., which is quite an achievement. It's been I would say it's an interesting year that probably doesn't do it justice <laughs> to put it mildly. Uh, but we've had a lot of success, and we've had a lot of good fortune, I think, working with our supply chain community and just trying to identify your issues early on and then come up with solutions and find ways to keep building trucks throughout all this this craziness. The great thing is you have such a big company, you could uh, you, you, you can do a little shimmy-shammying and a little moving around and uh, uh, stuff. You know, it's, it's, it's easier for you than it is for some of the small guys out there who uh, have a harder time. I'm um, not to say it's been easy for anybody, but uh, you know you do have you do have some leeway to be able to move production from here to there. So it does it does help a little bit. But it has been a tough year for everybody. But it does help a little bit that you have some stellar product, right? There's there's no question about that. I mean the the success of the Ram lineup has been really unprecedented here over the last few years, really going back the last 10 years since we broke away from Dodge. And it's great that the way our volumes have grown has put us in a, in a good position to have great relationships with suppliers. So we're in a good position. But like you said, it's been a little bit difficult for everybody. Let's talk about 2022. So uh, what's Ram got going on for 2022? 
So you were, I heard you talking about it, which is great. We've got a number of new things happening for the 2022 model year, uh, really kind of touching the whole spectrum of the truck buying lineup is the way we like to look at it. We talk about the limited 10th anniversary model, which is really appealing to the luxury buyer in the segment. You talked about the sea salt gray interior, quilted leather, a suede headliner. It's been 10 years since we rolled out our first limited trim level. And so we thought, why not commemorate that a little bit and do something special? And that's what we're getting in the limited 10th anniversary model. So that's that's new for 22. And, and then we kind of just, you know, we weren't going to be satisfied with just that. So we attacked a couple of our other models like the Rebel and the Laramie as well, and, and even the Bighorn. There is some uh, some talk about some of the technical updates that you've done. Some some small changes to the start stop system. No, no, uh, no meaningful technical updates here for 22 in terms of changing the start stop system. What we are doing is we're finding the customer take rate for our 5.7 liter e-torque system. It's just been growing year over year. They appreciate the extra two miles per gallon in the city that that system provides. Right. And it's just been something that, uh, you know, we continue to see grow year after year. I know that that e-torque system, uh, when it was first introduced, that was predicted to be the best-selling and technically hybrid, the best-selling mm-hmm. uh, hybrid in in America because the the uptake is so huge. Uh, I know when you introduced it in 2018, I think it was that uh, one of your PR guys said, "You watch, it's going to outsell Prius." And it'll be the best-selling hybrid in America. It didn't take more than a few months for that to happen. It's still going strong. It's one of the great things about working in the truck industry is that there's so many buyers. There's so many people that are looking for trucks these days. And our mild hybrid system, you're right, is the first truck to employ a mild hybrid system as standard. And um, it's been just absolutely phenomenal how customers have responded to it. And that's because it's completely seamless. There's no... Um, perception of anything that you're uh, that's taken away from the customer. All that's happening is you're getting better fuel economy, and who doesn't want that? Absolutely, and of course, uh, we, we're all forced to try and make sure we make our dollars go further, and you've been sort of doing it for us undercover as it is. One of the things that amazes me is it's been what, three years since you came out with a 12-inch screen, and that's been one of the big selling points for people who want a bigger screen in their vehicles, yet your competitors have been really slow to uh, to, to follow suit, which we know a lot of automakers tend to follow suit when somebody breaks the ice in this department, and it's really been hurting them. It's, uh, it's always gratifying when you see uh, you know our competition trying to catch up a little bit. Um, but really, it's it's we certainly pay attention to the competition, but we're also just trying to really put ourselves in the shoes of who the truck customer is. So bringing things to market like that 12-inch touchscreen that has so many different um, ways that it functions and, and ways that it can benefit the customer. Uh, we even upgraded it for 2022. It has a new Uconnect 5 system. So just the way you can personalize that system is incredible by having access to all sorts of things right at your fingertips. Um, by the way, Uconnect 5, wow, that is fast and very pliable. It is, and I love the way you can customize. We now have these widgets that you can set up on uh, on a homepage where you can have everything from your rear view camera to your power side steps to different camera views that are attached to your trailer all at your fingertips at the push of the button while still seeing your navigation, while still seeing what media is playing. 
it's just a really uh, a really excellent system. And who thought a, a truck could be a sports car? But you've kind of made uh, you've made that happen with your GTs. It's uh, it's so much fun talking about the GTs because they're in two different flavors, right? You have the Laramie GT or the Rebel GT. So whether you're looking for that um, kind of on-road sport performance or whether you're into the off-road theme, you can pick your poison either way. And what's really fun about the truck is that it employs our Mopar cold air intake as well as a catback exhaust system. So when you fire it up, yeah. each of our GT models comes with that 5.7-liter Hemi e-torque. The sound is awesome. I mean, I, there's no question about it. You realize you're in something a little bit different. Yeah, I like to uh, I like to have them start right next to the garage and and feel all the windows rattle in the garage. It's a <laughs> it's it's a it's a beautiful thing to actually have it happen. Um, the and of course you know the, everybody's now struggling to try and come out with something as good as the uh, as the T, uh, TRX. The TRX has been a home run for us this year. I mean, it's brought all sorts of new buyers into our showroom. We're getting folks that are coming to us that maybe hadn't owned a truck before. Obviously, folks that have owned competitive trucks are coming in the showroom. And it's just something that's captured people's imagination. It's a really, truly a super truck. I mean, 702 horsepower, and it's refined. As much as it's a brute strength, when you get inside the interior of the truck, it has all of the luxuriousness and amenities that you might find in our limited trim level. So... Folks just love it. It's uh, it's been an absolute home run for us. And for for 2022, was there much more that you could really do to it? Well, you know, we still feel like it's a little bit in its infancy in some respects. I mean, people are still um, you know clamoring to get their hands on one. And what we learned early on is they really love some of the distinctive things that we've done with the truck. Like when we did the launch edition at the beginning, and we did 702 and a special anvil gray paint. So we kind of took a page out of that playbook. And for 2022, we pulled the wraps off another special edition. We're calling it the Ignition Edition. Comes in ignition orange paint with matching interior accents as well, down to the carbon fiber, having a certain copper accent color to it on the interior of the truck. And we limited it to 875 examples of it here in the U.S. So kind of creating these collector's editions and, and really keeping the enthusiasm and the excitement high. Now, we know we've sucked up so much of your weekend, but last question, uh, with a chip shortage, you know it's a painful thing to ask, but when, when do we have to wait for the 2022s, or how long are we going to have to wait till we can see them in showrooms? Uh, you can start seeing them now, as a matter of fact. They are arriving at dealerships as we speak, and so uh, no time like the present. Get to your local rancher and put your eyes on it yourself. All right. Well, I know I've seen a few uh, at our local dealers already. So uh, hopefully, if you're in the market for a new truck, you'll go. Uh, you'll go try them out. They do look mighty beautiful, and I will tell you some of the new wheels as well. Um, just love what you've done with some of the new wheels on on the new Rams uh, for 2022. Just think they're absolutely glorious. So, congratulations, Carl. Just job well done. Keep doing it. Thanks, Nick. It, it's, a, it's a pleasure, and it's always uh, validating to hear you say that. So we'll uh, we'll keep motivated, that's for sure. Carl Lally is from the uh, Ram truck team. Of course, the 2022 is arriving now. There's nothing like driving a truck. And I, I will tell you from personal experience, I drove the uh, 1500, I drove the 2500, and the 3500 yesterday. It's so easy to drive. It doesn't feel like you're driving a bus. It feels like you're driving just a regular family car. All right, more Our Auto Expert on the way. Stand by. You're listening to Our Auto Expert.
You can hear past shows, see automotive videos and read inside the car stories about your next ride. Our Auto Expert is where 2 million Americans get their automotive news daily. You'll find it all at OurAutoExpert.com. Automatic Andy, truck girl Jen in the pits today. Uh, we have been talking about uh, a lot of stuff, including some off-roading, but turning our uh, sights to something that uh, recently wrapped up, the Rebel Rally. It's a all-ladies rally. Um, um, they're rough and ready ladies a lot of the time because they can, uh, they, well, they probably beat me in an arm wrestle, most of them, 99.999%. I mean, most ladies could beat me I in an arm wrestle. I could probably beat you in an arm wrestle. Go. Come on in. Ready? Put your hand down, yeah. <laughs> just on. talk. Come just on. talk to Mercedes. Come on. One, two. two. Oh, oh, see, that one. wasn't even. What? Yeah, one. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I beat you. I beat you. Okay. Okay. You, you take uh, the most cheat. of the it's most good. of them could uh, beat me in an arm wrestle because they're you know they could well. It's not cheats. hard to beat me in an arm wrestle. Um, the uh, Rebel Rally happens uh, in October. Uh, a lot of ladies who know what they're doing when they drive through the desert, they have to navigate. First of all, it would I would never do this because they take away all of your cell phones. So I'm. There probably I'm isn't lost. any signal out there anyways. Well, it doesn't matter if there is. It take your cell phone away. <laughs> yes. Uh, so I'm out to start with. Um, and then second of all, you have to navigate using like ancient devices. Mm -hmm. Oh, like a Maps sun compass? and compass and yeah. things like that. Could you and see like, Nick in the desert? Navigate. He'd just be standing in one spot. I've been in the I'm desert lost. before. I'm lost. Not without it your was cell hard. phone. It was hard. They took away the cable TV. It was really hard. <laughs> I could see Nick, you know, licking his thumb, putting it in the air, trying yeah. to find. Which way is the wind blowing? Yeah. Oh, it's wind. We need to go west. You, yeah. The guy that holds the umbrellas taken away too? Oh, I wouldn't know what to do. Um, however, Mercedes Lilienthal was out there and uh, she did the Rebel Rally. Uh, they're lucky enough that she had a very nice uh, VW ID4. Mercedes, did you survive? No, Mercedes, I did. you did. Yay! I <laughs> okay. did, I did. Hi, guys. Um, thank you so much for having me on the show. Uh, yes, I partnered with Volkswagen of America and then my navigator, Emily Winslow. And yeah, we survived and... Uh, we survived very, very well. The, the vehicle very much exceeded my expectations, even though we had challenges with range and certain other things along the way. It was a, it was a fantastic experiment, and I think it just, it just really did great. So you had a electric vehicle. How did you charge it in the desert? That's what I was wondering. <laughs> That's the number one question that I'm getting <laughs> as, as far as a driver. And it just basically, how did you charge this thing? So Renewable Innovations is a company that has partnered with the Rebel Rally uh, to charge vehicles, whether they're plug-in, electric hybrids, or whether they're full EVs. Uh, this year there were two full EVs, the Rivian R1T truck, and then myself in the all-wheel drive of a plug-in uh, ID4. Basically, they had two different types of charge stations. They had one remote charging semi that basically followed us around and gave us a midday charge about three-quarters of the way through the day on our, our rally days. And then there was a base camp charge station that was a completely different unit with these really interesting solar sunflowers that opened up and followed the sun. And that huh. basically charged base camp. Wow. Interesting. So um, just two of you, and there were some PHEVs along the way, but they probably, you know, they didn't have to charge. It was just nice if they charged, but they, they were okay if they didn't charge, right? Right. Uh, so basically they had the option of getting a charge midday if they wanted it, or they could just fuel. So obviously they were gasoline variants. Um, there was the Kia Sorento and then also 
uh, which is plug-in, and then also the uh, Jeep 4xe, which was uh, plug-in the same type of thing. So right. um, I think they had either choice, but they did uh, charge up at night. But, of course, their range capacity was a lot less because they weren't full-blown EV like the Rivian and us. Right, right. Um, and the Rivian was in a different class. That was in the 4x4 class, and you were in the cross class, right? So that presumably means uh, cross, cross, crossover vehicle? Exactly, yeah. It's, it's uh, X-Cross class, so X-Cross is the name of the crossover class. So basically, if you had, um, like, a couple of the Porsche Cayennes were in there, uh, Subaru Outback, there's a Subaru Crosstrek, us and the ID4, basically all-wheel drive variants. And then you are correct as far as the Rivian, Nick, uh, that is in the 4x4 class. So did you did, did someone record this sort of whole event for you, or you had to come back after it and then record it on social media or write about your experience because they took your phone away? <laughs> they do take all the technology away. They make sure that any navigation in Dash is disabled. They take laptops. They take everything away. So uh, absolutely no GPS, uh, no Navi finding technologies allowed. Otherwise, you're disqualified immediately. Um, they did allow older cameras as long as they weren't GPS enabled. So, of course, myself being an automotive journalist in addition to a competitor, I couldn't just leave my camera at home. So right. I took my uh, my up to 200 millimeter lens because that's all they allow is up to 200 millimeters for a zoom lens and my Canon body. And uh, I was able to take some photographs along the way. Um, I decided not to voice record myself and my teammate, Emily, but we we jotted down a lot of notes in a journal. So we we're good old fashioned paper and pen uh, along with uh, photography along the way when we had opportunities to do so. Where are we going to be able to read this story? Uh, all over the place. Uh, right now, I'm actually working on a feature article for Forbes, uh, Forbes uh, Wheels. And then also, uh, Tread Magazine will have a print feature later on. Um, so I believe that'll be coming up in the next issue. And we just finished up on a, a podcast this morning with In Wheel Time. Of course, with you guys, with our auto expert, and there will be more uh, outlets coming on board uh, as things transpire and as I settle back in. Uh, I've, I've gotten hit up a lot by, by a lot of different publications, including one in Australia. So super excited to be able to write about it, talk about the challenges we faced, the uh, shortcomings that we overcame, and uh, how we persevered to be able to finish and finish strong. It looks like an incredible uh, uh, challenge to have gone through. Um, I'm always feel like they could have we could have spent an hour talking about uh, your whole like trip and your whole journey. If someone wants to find out about your journey, um, tell us where we can go and find out about your trip through the desert and find more about uh, what you went through on this trek. The easiest way is to follow Crankshaft Culture. Uh, either .com or via Instagram or Facebook. Uh, that's kind of our main hub where you'll be able to find my own social accounts, Mercedes Lilienthal, L-I-L-I-E-N-T-H-A-L. That, what I'll do is I will post all of the different articles and podcasts and radio shows as the links become live. And that would be a, a great way to be able to look at the Crankshaft Culture or myself. Um, once things go, uh, they'll publish and uh, people can leave comments or send me direct messages as they happen. Well, congratulations, Mercedes, on finishing uh, the race. It was—it uh, sounds like it was a whole lot of fun there, too, and hopefully uh, a lot more people will be inspired to do the race next year. This is our auto expert. Check out Mercedes' trip. You're listening to the Our Auto Expert Podcast.
You're listening to our auto expert. Uh, find us on TikTok. You can start a conversation with us. Uh, ask us a car question. Just direct messages. OurAutoExpert.com is where 2 million Americans get their automotive news from daily. Uh, our automatic Andy, Truck Girl Jen in the studio live with us. I'm Nick Miles. Anton Wallman is an independent analyst and investor. You can read the majority of his stuff at the street and Seeking Alpha. Uh, Anton joins us every week to peruse what's going on in the automotive business side of the industry. Electric cars, European production, and of course, autonomous vehicles. So, and Anton, questions are now being asked about the Tesla battery that will be supplied in the Cybertruck and the semi-truck. It's so-called the 4680 battery. It remains in the testing stage with no data um, and no date on the volume production yet for these vehicles. It all depends on the battery's production, but we don't know when that battery will be produced. Uh, we've been waiting for over a year now. So any updates? Yeah, so Nick, the background to this is that Tesla famously uses these cylindrical uh, batteries that we are familiar with from consumer electronics for decades. They started out you know, with a Model S uh, using the so-called 1865 battery, which is 18 millimeters in diameter and 65 millimeters tall. And then for the Model 3 and subsequently the Model Y, they went to this uh, battery called the 2150, uh, which is basically 2160, I should say, or whatever it is, 2180. It's 21 something, um, where it's uh, 21 millimeters in diameter and 20, you know, 65 something millimeters tall. And now what they're doing is coming up with this far larger battery. Uh, called a 4680, which is simply just a larger uh, cylinder. It's uh, 46 millimeters in diameter and then uh, 80 uh, millimeters tall. And um, this is something they showed a couple of years ago. And they said, well, we're going to try to make some of this ourselves. They've subsequently essentially entered into contracts or letters of intent of various kinds to have other battery makers start making this at some point in the future. But never has a real date been narrowed down and just earlier this week at Tesla's quarterly financial results call, they were asked the question is, what's going on with this battery? Because your Cybertruck and your semiconductor, sorry, your um, semi-truck uh, rollout depends on this thing because you said that this was the only way that you could uh, amass so much energy so as to make these much more vehicles feasible for reason, reasonably long ranges. Um, and, and they basically said, look, we're, we're in the testing phase and we'll be in that uh, you know, for the next many, many months to come well into 2022 with no certain date of actual production or precisely where they're going to be produced. So really, these new products that Tesla has in the pipeline, the Cybertruck and the um, Semi-Truck, there's a reason why these things were supposed to be out uh, in the case of the Semi-Truck already a couple of years ago. 2019 and uh, isn't still to this date and won't be for a while. And the Cybertruck, which was supposed to be delivered here later this quarter, is now delayed until very late 2022 at the absolutely earliest possible time, which really means if you're lucky, you might see this thing by the end of 2023. And at the foundation of these delays resides this battery issue, whereby this battery invention that they had talked about this new battery format just isn't going to be entering production anytime soon. So we've already seen some journalists who have been driving the new Hummer EV this week and the reports coming out uh, for those who've been driving it are saying it's pretty jaw-dropping even though 
it is over a hundred thousand dollars. The the jury, the North American car, uh, truck, and uh, utility vehicle jury got to drive it uh, for their judging, and uh, you know, mouth dropping for a lot of them. Uh, their results won't be known until the new year. Uh, yet that vehicle was shown, produced, and now tested in the time that the Tesla truck was announced, and yet nothing from Tesla. Well, you know, there's a big discrepancy, uh, Nick, between talk and action. It's one thing to state an intent that you are going to do some something, produce this or that vehicle. Uh, then you have to go from there to actually show a prototype. Again, that's also not all that difficult. Anybody can show a prototype of anything, whether it be a Cybertruck or any other gizmo under the sun. You can pretend that our car drives itself. You can pretend you've just uh, made a moon landing. You can do all sorts of things with a small prototype and just show people the intent of wanting to get there. But to actually do it in volume production uh, with a quality that the regular American consumer uh, is going to find acceptable and to do so in a regulatorily compliant manner in which this uh, vehicle has passed all of the very long list of requirements for crash and pedestrian safety and all of these things that no normal human being would ever think of that hasn't read through these very thick books of automotive manufacturing manuals. That is the toughest step of them all. And, right. you know, Elon Musk has been saying for years, uh, you know, volume manufacturing is hard. Well, <laughs> everybody knows this, you know, Toyota has been at it for 50, 60, 70 years, and so has all the other automakers. And, uh, you know, just you've got to get these things out the door in volume. And so far, whether it be the Hummer, the Rivian, the Ford F-150 Lightning, and a couple of other products that are coming down the pike here, they are getting there. And the Cybertruck, we shall see. It's uh, at least a year out from volume production, likely more. Right. Uh, let's turn our, our attention to Europe. EV sales in October thus far are dominated by Volkswagen Group. No surprise there, particularly. I recently just went to a Volkswagen dealer and they can't keep ID4s on the lot. And basically, as soon as they get them off the truck, they're sold. Uh, ID3 in Europe is selling like hotcakes. ID4, the Audi e-tron Q4, the Skoda uh, electric car. And uh, up next is Kia Hyundai, followed by Volvo's Pol and Polestar. And it just it goes on and on. But uh, Tesla, as usual, uh, they're delivering not quite as many cars in the first couple of months, but it's usually the third month in the quarter where they, uh, they or the third month that uh, they, they do well in. Of course, that seems to be a rhythm for them. How are they going to finish out the year? Well, I think that uh, for the final quarter of the year, uh, they are going to slightly beat the 241,000 vehicles they sold in the third quarter. Uh, they're going to have to exceed that somehow. I mean, I think barring any uh, supply shortages, there's a shortage of cars in general, and that basically benefits anybody who can produce. So to some extent, the, the supply is to almost all automakers. If you can produce something right now, you're going to sell it. So if Tesla can produce 256,000 cars, say, you know, you can be pretty sure they're going to sell 256,000 cars because across the board, there is more demand for product uh, then there is supply at the moment. So I think that the near term here, uh, you know, is really if you know the production, you kind of know what the sales number is going to be here for the short term. So just like previous quarters, Tesla almost always delivers all of its cars in the second half of the quarter. Uh, and that's because they start producing the cars early in the quarter. 
that are going to be sent and be delivered far, far away. And then in the second half of the quarter, they start producing all of the stuff that can be delivered nearby. And therefore, you have a huge amassment of deliveries. Almost about 60% of the quarter gets delivered in the last 30 days. That's been their typical rhythm, uh, certainly for the last six or seven years. Yeah, so we can expect that rush coming on. I mean, when we look at VW as well, they're, they're on a roll, not just for their electric vehicles, but they've they've got some pretty impressive gas vehicles coming out now. I mean, Audi have got some astounding uh, gas vehicles, their new A3 S3 RS3. Uh, that's a stellar move forward for them, um, but also their Audi's uh, future electric vehicles. I mean, the whole group is particularly hitting it just out of the park and doing really well. Um, so they're really and now a force to be reckoned with on all fronts. Yeah, look, I mean, right now, I mean, again, you have this thing where, first of all, you have the enormous media attention on electric cars, which is very much forward-looking in nature. It's always on the comments, always going to come in a couple of quarters. We've seen in Europe how the numbers are now quite material. Uh, China, almost there as well. North America, not so much yet, but it's better be coming at some point. But in the meantime, what sells is what people clearly have been wanting for quite some time, which is all of these utility vehicles, pickup trucks and SUVs that are uh, traditionally powered. And uh, there's no surprise here that uh, whether it be Ford with a Bronco or whether it be the the all-new Toyota Tundra that starts deliveries here uh, right around Christmas, uh, these products are going to sell again. Everything that is being produced will be sold in quick order and it's probably selling above MSRP and they'll all be sold before the truck has hit the dealership lot. All right, last uh, last point here. Missy Cummings appointed as an advisor to the NHTSA, the U.S. Federal Government Safety Agency. Uh, she's expressed concern about Tesla's autopilot in previous years. Uh, so she recently uh, deleted her Twitter account. Problems for Elon? Well, we shall see. So far, I mean, I believe it when I see it in terms of any of these federal agencies acting on any of these things, but she basically expressed concerns about the uh, safety aspects of releasing products like autopilot and full self-driving to their general consumer uh, without the kind of safety measures and testing that they deem otherwise to be appropriate. So uh, whether they will at this point take any action to curb this is simply unknown. But in the meantime, of course, Tesla and its various fans attacked this lady very, very hard. And she actually just had to disappear from Twitter. If you read that feed that she had coming in the previous days there, I mean, wow, that's a that's a pretty wild read. All right. Well, let's see. Um, we we see all the pins set up and the bowling ball at the end uh, of the run there. Could it be going down? Uh, the, is it going to be a gutter ball or is it going to be a strike? We don't know. We'll have to keep exactly. watching. You know, the thing is that what, what, what might, you know, in a normal situation, the feds go after a situation like this with a blowtorch. Yeah. With Tesla so far, they have done essentially nothing. They, yeah. You know, they've said a few words, but in terms of an actual Big league, actionable action, nothing, nothing so far. You're absolutely right. Anton Warman, independent analyst and investor. The majority of his stuff can be read at the street or at Seeking Alpha, or you can go back to ourautoexpert.com and listen to all the previous podcasts. You'll hear him on almost every single show out of the almost 200 shows that we have on the podcast. Scroll to the bottom of the page and listen to Anton's expert opinion. It's all there. You're listening to Our Auto Expert. 
Welcome back to our Auto Expert. Over 15,000 people have downloaded our Auto Expert podcast and many more have streamed the show. Join the happy listeners via iHeartRadio, Pandora app, uh, Apple Podcasts, as well as Spotify. You can do it all at OurAutoExpert.com. Just scroll to the bottom of the page. Hours of endless fun await you. I'm Nick Miles, and this is our Auto Expert Radio Show. Two million Americans get their automotive news daily from our Auto Expert in the studio. Automatic Andy and Truck Girl Jen. Yep, that'd be um, me. How are you guys? Good? Yeah, yeah. Today's, today's a good show. Good. I would just like to tell you, running your own business requires a lot of running around from bookkeeping to client meetings and running it all. By the time you need to hire, you run out of energy. Luckily, with Indeed Instant Matching, you immediately you will receive a short list of qualified candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description the moment you sponsor a job. According to Talent Nest, Indeed delivers four times more hires than other job sites combined. Hiring can finally run smoothly with Indeed. To learn more, visit indeed.com slash credit. And to get more podcasts, go to ourautoexpert.com. Got it? There's a lot going on on the website now. Yeah, there is. It's it's it, There's new colors. Yes, and you there's, that's why people go there to see the new colors. Who's doing the uh, SEO on the website? Oh, oh. Oh, that's me. Yeah, yeah, you are. Oh, that's me. I'd do that. He, uh, Andy, will come out of the office and go, oh, "I'm a master at this. I'm, I'm so good. I'm at so it. good at this." And then he'll go back in the office. That's all I get. It's <laughs> just, it's amazing. It's, uh, it's almost like driving. He, by the way, I don't understand anything about SEO. Like, I understand talky talky parts, but I don't understand like the computery computery parts. And he'll come out and he'll go. Hey, the SEO on this article, I've got it from 72 to 94. And he'll go back in the office and I go, I don't know what you're talking about. It's, I come in and drop gems in case yeah. he forgot how awesome I am. Um, <laughs> there's some really interesting stories that are going on in the news, by the way. Uh, new vehicle technologies are going unused. Many owners don't intend to ever use them, by the way. There's a new uh, J.D. Power study. Uh, while new vehicle technologies uh, leading reasons to buy and choose uh, vehicles over one another, uh, J.D. Powers and Associates have been studying what vehicle equipments with some features don't get used at all. And it's interesting to see what people are into and what they're not into. The study finds that for more than one reason in three, advanced technologies, fewer than others, aren't getting used. Those technologies uh, in the first 90 days of ownership, by the way. Uh, Non-users most often say they don't need these technologies. For example, 61% of owners say they never use the in-vehicle digital market technologies. And 51% of those say they they have no need for it. Owners feel similarly about the driver-passenger communication technologies, with 52% saying they never use the technologies and 40% saying they have never needed it. So, what do you guys never well, use in your vehicles? What a, the heat, the heat. But what a horrible attitude. You never use the heat? <laughs> yeah. What a, what Jen a, uses the heat all the time. Uh-huh. Like, if heat Jen got a car that didn't have heat, she'd be dead before she got out the end of the driveway. Which are all mine right now. Yeah. <laughs> what, your car, none of your cars have heat? No. Well, heated seats, no. But heat, yes. All right, but no Sorry, heated I seats. jumped to seats. It's, yeah. All right. It's been a long day. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
what what do you think that people don't like in their cars? Like tech-wise? No, yeah, what don't they use? What technologies don't they use? First off, some of it is really complicated. When Yeah. You know, no, and so no, Jen, Jen, I've told you, push the button down no. for the window down and put yeah. it up for the window <laughs> up. Uh, yeah. I'm not saying for me, but I'm saying for some diff- maybe some uh, older generations, it may be a little more complicated. You're asking for a friend? <laughs> yeah, ask for a friend. I'm not I mean, that old. I see I kind of get it though cuz like when I go to Buffalo Wild Wings, I'm only going to use one sauce, but I want 10 of them because I want all the options. Yeah. So, I'm not going to use the voice command features because I'm too busy when I drive, it's always a concert. So, I'm too busy singing and performing to stop and be like, "Hey GPS, show me where Taco Bell is." Cuz one I already know where it is, and two <laughs> I'm not going to wait for my car to figure that out. You know, you I'm not going to put that responsibility on my car. So, Jen, what, what if in the technologies and the new cars you've driven, what do you think is something you'd never use? That's a good question. Hey, I'd use it all if I'd have tech in my car. What wouldn't you use? That wasn't the question. That's, I don't think there's anything. My I, name's oh, Jen and AC, I'm AC seats. I don't know. That's not really tech, but. That's the only thing I wouldn't use. It's pretty magical to me. Do you know what people don't use in their car? What? Gesture control. Yeah. Oh. Everybody hates the gesture control. You know, like. Is that the mouse pad semicircle? No, semicircle to turn the volume up and semicircle with your hand. You showed me that. Yeah, I don't like that Nobody likes that. I remember when you did that. You showed me and said, Andy, watch. I'm going to show you a Harry Potter spell. And you did this. It wasn't the the BMW. Yeah. 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 And then the circle to, I didn't, to the bottom. No see, one that's, likes it. Well, because you're cute. taking your hands off the wheel. Yeah, that's Oh, my. Oh, mom. Did you hear? <laughs> did mom just come in the room? Ten Wait and two, second. Nick. Ten, mom just came in and the room. And you know what's really funny? Ten and two. That's what I thought it was, right? Ten yeah. and two for our generation. Yeah. Apparently, it's three and nine now for yeah. the younger kids. Well, you know no, it's what? not. You know, my no, it's not. What it's is it? Like lie down flat and just if you yeah. just see the sky, you're yeah. gonna know the <laughs> zombie. It's twelve and six. <laughs> the rat, yeah. Yeah. But what, what is this? I mean, it's how a can thumb you turn? on the bottom of the wheel. <laughs> really? It's six p.m. Well, yeah, <laughs> I, I don't with a thumb. <laughs> That's yeah. what I yeah I use these two fingers and when I have to make a big turn my thumb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I uh, told my son. I said, go with you know with that. Do what they're supposed to do, and then afterwards I'll show you really how to drive. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, do you know what the most used technology is? Uh, GPS. No. What? Air it's, conditioning. No. The 360-degree camera. Well, or, yeah. Or the good. camera mirror. Yeah. What's that? Oh, oh, the camera mirror. I don't like yeah, the camera I wouldn't mirror. use that. See, that'd be one of those things, man, that I would use, but I'd be mad that I'm using it while I'm using it. I don't really? like it. The, it uh, is kind of weird. I like the 360, but I don't like the... Reverse the camera mirror. mirror. Yeah. I, oh, I can't use the camera mirror. Do you know why? Why? Because I have trifo. I have progressive lenses. Oh, it's like looking. And in the it features? This looks out of focus to me. Oh, okay. Because because I have bad eyes. Well, we had to do that at one of the test features. We had to back up the car, and I couldn't figure out like what is this thing doing. <laughs> I I was totally <laughs> off. It was a Subaru it, too. It's I showing you it. your yeah. past. Yeah. <laughs> Um, bad. Well, it's you should think about this. What features wouldn't you use in a car, and what would you use? I showed you that feature where you can drive the BMW into the driveway, and you press the button, and it backs out the yeah, last 160 cool. feet automatically. You drove in. That is cool. There is nothing like that. And the new BMWs will automatically park themselves into a parking space and out of a parking space automatically. You don't even have to be in the car. Doesn't the the Hyundai that does that? No, it just goes forward and back. For the BMW. Still, that's cool. No, I'm just me, until we reach 
full auton- autonomy. That's just for showing off on a date. Yeah. All right. But you're showing off on <laughs> yeah, a date. I would totally do that. So Stay over there. I'll pick you up in the car. We'll be back next uh, week. More at OurAutoExpert.com. You've been listening to Our Auto Expert with Nick Mile. Find all the show episodes at OurAutoExpert.com. Please follow us on all social media, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Our Auto Expert. And message us for a quick and witty response.